EO Fire 1148. Who you are being speaks louder than what you are doing. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot today. Ignite. When you're ready to turn your next big idea into a business, ignite your branding with 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire for a free $99 upgrade. This episode was brought to you by Pipedrive, the CRM for small teams with big ambitions. Sound familiar, Fire Nation? Visit pipedrive.com slash fire today and try it out for free. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Deborah Kagan. Deborah, are you prepared to ignite? I was born for it. Yes! Deborah helps women conquer self-doubt and indecision to step into their full power, love who they are, and live a turned-on life. She is a creator of Rock Your Mojo programs and the author of Find Your Me Spot. Deborah, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. You know, I'm a native New Yorker who's lived in Los Angeles for 21 years now. And I got out here because I used to work in the film business. I went to NYU, graduated in the film department, thought that was going to be my life, loved it, loved the creative field and realized really wasn't my thing. And uh, so as most people do when they leave the film business, I just segued into opening a feng shui consulting business. And um, (laughs) yeah, it's a natural segue. And so um, I did that exclusively for 12 years, worked with some of the best in the business out here. I got to work with all the major studios and the agencies and some Hollywood stars. And of course, wonderful regular folks like you and me (laughs) (laughs) doing everything from a cubicle to a hotel to a trailer on a movie set. So it was a very interesting and fun uh, time. And, you know, I've been always passionate about gathering women, literally since I was a little girl. And that finally became a bigger calling about a little over six years ago. And through my own journey of really losing my mojo in a former marriage, uh, which was about 12 years ago at this point, I made a decision that once I left that marriage, I was going to dedicate myself to understand everything I needed to know about being a woman who feels amazing in her skin, is really connected to her own worth and power, and then support other women to do the same. Wow. Fire Nation, I mean, there is an entrepreneur that you're listening to that knows what her inner voice, her inner message is, and is now sharing it with the world. And Deborah, quick little side funny story about feng shui is when I first moved out to San Diego myself in 2009, I was like, okay, I'm in California now, I'm I'm getting into real estate. I said, how can I differentiate myself from people who have been out here for so long? And I was Googling all these online courses. And one that I took was becoming certified in feng shui. I'm not even pronouncing it correctly, I know, but I got certified. Yes, I got certified. And I will say that I went out and the first listing that I got, the woman went out of her way to say, John, 
I hired you because of your certification in feng shui because I know I need it for my place. So let's get to town. And I go, oh no, it was just like an online certification and, and we had a fun time with it. But fun side story in Fire Nation, it's, it's how can you differentiate yourself you know, out there in the marketplace, you know, Deborah's doing it, I'm doing it now, but that's just kind of a funny side story for me about feng shui. And Deborah, before we get into your journey, which is what we're going to focus on within this interview, break down for Fire Nation the ways that you generate revenue in your business today. Sure. So, you know, I definitely am a diversified entrepreneur and I really believe that's important because if we just kind of put all our eggs in one basket, that can be uh, very challenging if that basket doesn't really take off. Yeah. So, and I've learned that the hard way. And at this point, you know, the model of the business is very much a speaker coach type model. Um, you know, you mentioned, of course, there's, the, and I mentioned the feng shui piece, you know, between it's about 10 to 20% any given month that I will exclusively still be doing feng shui way because I've been doing it so long and people still know me for that. And I love that we have technology. I get to work with people all over the globe at this point doing consults over Skype. Um, and the other thing I've, I've built up over the last six years, really the brand and the platform to support women to rock their mojo. And so there are home study courses that people can, you know, access on their own. There's some one-on-one -on -one coaching that I do. There's the live speaking I've got my book, as you mentioned. And, you know, it's interesting. The, there's a product I created many years ago in 2000 uh, for feng shui. And that still generates a nice chunk of revenue for me each year. It's, uh, it's, a, it's feng shui crystals that are combined with gemstones. And they're just really beautiful. And people still like them. So it's product and uh, coaching. And Fire Nation, what I love and Deborah's kind of sharing is once you kind of find that thing that you can just kind of sink your teeth into... Different revenue streams build upon themselves as you go forward. So don't freak out day one. You're like, oh, I can you know, only generate revenue this way. Believe me, when you keep doing that thing, opportunities present themselves. Deborah, let's break down your journey now as an entrepreneur, which has had us ups. It's had us downs. <laughs> Take us, Deborah, to the lowest of the low, to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Deborah, Tell us that story. Really take us to that moment in time. Yeah. So I was thinking that it's really about the beginning. And, you know, I mentioned I was in the film business. I had an amazing job working for one of the best producers in the industry. We just made a movie with Demi Moore. I mean, like, you know, we were we were doing it. Yeah. And and I just was done. And I realized, uh, you know, I had started doing some feng shui on the side, but I didn't know how to be an entrepreneur or do a, run a business. All I knew was working in the film business. And finally, I just walked into my boss's office one day. I said, I'm leaving. You got two weeks and I'm out of here. And he kind of freaked out. I ended up giving him six weeks, but then I left. I had no plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to do feng shui and people were encouraging me to do that. Uh, but I left myself with no net and no resources and no strategy. And so there I was making this very bizarre transition in the late 90s when nobody knew of this industry because it wasn't an industry back then. It was just some weird thing that people thought was a restaurant or a club, right? They were like, what's feng shui? Right. And, um, and so all I knew was 
let me just put an ad out. And I found the metaphysical publication at the time. I put an ad in it. I didn't know about copywriting. I didn't know what to say. And luckily enough, you know, I ended up getting a client. And so I just poured myself into that client and that person referred me to another person. But meanwhile, what was going on was anxiety, uh, very little financing, very little and, um, and a lot of sobs and crying on the floor. Cause I thought people, I'm losing friends, people that were friends with me in the industry, film industry decided, wow, she's lost her rock, you know, gone off her rocker and, uh, nobody wanted to talk to me anymore. And so my contacts and resources were just disappearing. And what I did, you know, was just pour myself into any client I got. And that, while it sounds lovely, left me exhausted. And I would be in bed sometimes for two days after doing one consultation. Wow. Yeah. Cause I was just pouring everything into it. So the beginning for me was, was the worst. It was just so traumatic. It was, um, scary. Uh, I did not have support and I didn't set myself upright. I just, I didn't know any better. So looking back, Deborah, I mean, you did a lot of things wrong. I mean, you did one thing right is that you took the leap. And, and that's so hard for so many people. You took that entrepreneurial leap. You took action. You said, you know what? I know all the magic happens outside of my comfort zone. I'm going to get out of my flipping comfort zone and I'm going to actually try to make some magic happen. And it wasn't easy and you struggled. So what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets for you now looking back? And obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. What do you want our listeners to get from that story? Well, I want you to get that number one, it really is important to take the leap. That is of utmost you know, importance because if you don't take the leap, you'll never even know if it's possible. Never. Never. And then you've really, you've got to set yourself up with some kind of a plan. I'm not saying you have to have a five-year, you know, 10-year business plan, but just look at the next six months and have some, you know, bullet-pointed ideas and real strategy that you can take action towards. The other thing that really helped when I finally, you know, jumped into it was getting a mentor. You know, I ended up studying with one of the best feng shui masters in the world, and I studied with him for 10 years to hone my craft. You've got to get around the people who are doing what you want to do and are just rocking it in that industry or that profession and learn from them. You know, hang out with them, mentor with them, buy their programs, do whatever you need to do, but just know that there are people who have done what you want and you don't have to follow them exactly because as amazing as you know the master I studied under was for that part of my career there wasn't a lot of the business strategy right but I became brilliant at consulting through feng shui that is such a critical point that you're making, Deborah. And Fire Nation, I just have to make sure you're understanding because so many people go about the whole mentor-mentee relationship all wrong. For instance, you know, a lot of people might be like, well, what if Deborah could have gotten Oprah Winfrey you know, as a mentor? Wouldn't that have been amazing? And the answer is no. If I could have got Richard Branson as a mentor when I first started, that would not have been amazing. We have to find people who are where we want to be, go to them, 
show them that we want to be an apprentice, that we're going to exchange value in many different forms, whether that be time, money, energy, bandwidth, and convince them that we are worthy of being a mentee, you have to find people who are where you want to be to be your mentor, not just successful people in general. So Deborah, in just one sentence, what do you really want to make sure that our listeners get? I really want you to get that that passion that's in you You've got to follow it and you have to take a step towards it. A step, Fire Nation. I love that. So, Deborah, you have a lot of stories. The one that I want to hear next is an epiphany, a light bulb, Mm -hmm. an aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey. I mean, you know, Fire Nation, we are entrepreneurs looking to build businesses. What's an aha moment that you've had that you know our listeners will resonate with? Take us to that moment, Deborah. Tell us that story. Oh my goodness. You should see the grin on my face right now. (laughs) I can can feel it. Yeah. They're literally, I mean, I am like an epiphany machine. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's 2008. Okay. It is 2008. I am frustrated with the feng shui consulting business because I know there is something burning in me to serve women. And I get an email and I'm sitting there and it's from Eve Ensler, the author of the Vagina Monologues, saying that the 10th anniversary of the V-Day campaign, which is a global organization to end violence against women and girls, is having its event in New Orleans. I adore New Orleans. I used to go there every year. Hadn't been since Katrina happened in, that was 2005, I guess. And something just said, get a ticket, get your butt there. I go to New Orleans. You have to imagine walking into a Superdome, a huge sports arena, and you are literally the entrance they decorated as though you're walking through a woman's vagina. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. just picture that fire okay. nation. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're walking into the mother dome. <laughs> <laughs> the mother dome. <laughs> and I walk in and I'm by myself. You know, I mean, there are tens of thousands of people there. Right. But I, I went by alone. I walk in and it's like, I don't know, beam me up Scotty Star Trek moment. It was like bong. <laughs> and I got stopped in my tracks and I felt this surge go through my body. And I heard this voice say, Deborah, it is time to get up off your ass and do the work with women. Yeah. And yes, my epiphanies curse. So <laughs> told you I'm originally from New York. So right. my, pe- my people got language. Straight up. So, um, so I said, I looked up and I said, I don't know what you want me to do, but I'm listening. So I had this amazing journey for those few days in New Orleans, soaked it all up. I mean, Eve Ensler stood on the stage and said, listen, there are seeds being planted that none of you have yet any comprehension how they will grow, but I promise you they're starting here. And I went home and I sat at a cafe with a girlfriend the next day and I said, I got it. I am going to start this women's group out of my living room. I don't know where it's really going to lead, but I know I need to take an action towards this. And from that group out of my living room that was, I think, originally six women has now grown to hundreds, I mean, virtually thousands of of women worldwide that have been able, I've been able to serve through my programs. And so from taking that step to create the women's group, I ended up meeting a business mentor that I worked with for uh, three and a half years to really help me to secure the brand as you see it now. Uh, And it's been, it's been unbelievable. So Fire Nation, what did Deborah do? She put herself in a situation of where her potential avatars would be, those perfect clients, those mastermind members, those future mentors. She put herself in the right situation. What are you doing 
day to day right now to put yourselves in the right situation? Are you going to conferences? Are you joining the right Facebook groups? Are you spending the right amount of time, energy, and focus surrounding yourself with the right people? That's where this energy for Deborah came from by putting herself in the right scenario. So again, Deborah, in just one sentence, what do you want Fire Nation to get from that story? The Mother Dome. <laughs> the mother dome. First of all, you've got to listen to those epiphanies. They might be small at first. They might not come super, super loud. However, you know when you're getting them and you must have the strength and the, and the inner will to take action on them. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? <laughs> uh, that would be delegation and <laughs> creating really great systems. That's a challenge for me. I know how to delegate. I have some great team members at this point, and yet there's still that kind of scrappy, I've got to do it all myself kind of mode that's like programmed in my brain that I uh, am constantly working towards going, no, you have wonderful people, pass it on, stay on the path of what you're really good at and let other people do what they're great at so we can really make big progress. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, I didn't say anything. That must have been your inner conscious. I don't know. What's going I on just there. got an epiphany. Let it go. <laughs> Deborah, what's your biggest strength? I think that is my energy and enthusiasm. And you know, it's so interesting that we were talking about taking these leaps. I was yeah. putting a presentation together uh, not too long ago, and I had to find photos, you know, from the past of when I was a kid. And I found this photo of myself, black and white, diving into a pool backwards. And I just thought that is the, that's the mantra for my life, like jump in backwards. And I think I'm really great at having the willingness to be uncomfortable and just dive in and figure it out. Deborah, you have a lot of things going on right now that you are fired up about, but what's the one thing that you are more excited about today than anything else? Today, the thing that is just having me come unglued with excitement every day is this online free event that I've put together called Take a Stand. And this is really the marriage of my passion for the cause to end violence against women and girls and helping women rock their mojo. I've interviewed brilliant transformation agents, 22 of them. All of them have created huge success in their lives. You know, Hollywood actors, uh, mayor, you know, other entrepreneurs. And our commonality is everybody has gone through domestic violence, sexual assault, or rape. And the conversation is not about the what happened. It's about those transformational moments where they consciously chose to create something new and powerful in their lives. Fire Nation, I mean, this is, again, a person embracing what they were meant to be and do in this world. So don't go anywhere because she's going to be dropping these value bombs throughout the lightning round, but we're going to first take a minute to thank our sponsors. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, sales can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. With Pipedrive, the CRM for small teams with big ambitions, the pain and frustration of tracking deals with emails and spreadsheets is gone forever. Pipedrive users prefer it over the competition because it makes your sales pipeline visual, highlighting opportunities and potential problems, ultimately ensuring important activities and conversations don't get dropped. Salespeople like it because it's easy to use and intuitive. Managers love it because they don't need to nag their team to use their CRM. 
Some other cool things about PyDrive are its forecasting ability, iOS and Android mobile apps, useful integrations with Google Apps, MailChimp, Zapier, Yesware, and more, plus a powerful API for those that like to build their own software solutions. PipeDrive is the CRM built by salespeople for salespeople. PipeDrive is offering Fire Nation an exclusive 45-day trial. Import your contacts into PipeDrive now and be up and running in minutes. Check it out today at pipedrive.com slash fire. If you're a new business, I'm going to guess you're in the market for a logo and a website. But if you're like many, the idea of finding both a decent designer and a competent webmaster makes your head spin. That's where 99designs comes in. It's a one-stop shop for businesses looking to get off the ground with an affordable logo and website. First, you'll tell your designers about your brand and get dozens of custom logo options to choose from. Next, you'll get a ready-to-use, mobile-friendly website that you can easily edit. All that within a couple weeks, and that includes your domain name and host for a year. In today's digital age, a strong online presence is at least as important as securing your office space. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. To learn more and to get a free $99 upgrade on your first design, visit 99designs.com slash fire. While you're there, check out some of the design projects I've done. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Deborah, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Oh, yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? That would be the big fat F-E-A-R. I was just afraid (laughs) people weren't going to like me. No one would take me seriously. And come on, when I became an entrepreneur, who the hell was going to pay me to do feng shui when nobody could pronounce it? (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) it was just a whole bunch of fear and, um, and a lack of belief in self. What's the best advice you've ever received? You know, this goes back to the inspiration uh, for my life, which is my grandma. And she used to tap me on the middle of my chest, you know, for years and just look at me and say, Debbie, dear, the only one, by the way, who can call me Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) And she's no longer with us. So, but she would say, Debbie, dear, be beautiful from the inside out. And what I know now and why that is still the best advice is because who you are being speaks louder than what you are doing. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? So there are a couple of things. I, the two that I want to highlight, though, for sure are meditation. You know, I really I've, I've been in and out of meditation for a couple decades. But the last couple of years, I've had a very dedicated, constant meditation practice, you know, waking up in the morning, clearing space, having that, you know, for me now, it's about anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, and just breathing, opening up the channel for, you know, energy for wisdom for ideas, and to really get grounded and centered. And the other thing that's hugely supportive is what I call sense sensible breaks. And this is where you actively use your senses to engage your energy throughout the day. So using whether it's essential oils or listening to certain music or having certain images that you look at that you just spend anywhere from 60 seconds to two minutes with, and you just focus with that one sense. And it literally fuels you up and re-energizes you. And that's my whole book. I wrote Find Your Me Spot all about using your senses. So sensible breaks have been a big game changer for the way I show up. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Well, you know, this is one I adore. It's on my iPhone. It's called Insight Timer. 
And it's something that I found because of the meditation practice. And yet I use it throughout the day or, you know, when we have some mastermind meetings and it's so much more pleasant because you can pick what bell sound you want to use. <laughs> you can, you know, set it to uh, remind you just to, to stand up every 20 minutes. Cause I don't know about you, but I'm sitting at my desk mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nice little bell just goes ding. And I'm like, Oh, stand up and stretch Deborah. <laughs> and then we get back down. I like insight timer. Very cool. And if you could just recommend one book for our listeners to join Find Your Me Spot on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? Yeah, so I adore Larry Wingett. Uh, he is the pit bull of personal development. And the book that I'm just staring at right now is Shut Up, Stop Whining, and Get a Life. And Larry <laughs> is, do you know, have you ever read any of his stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, because he's just, I mean, he just, there's no BS. He will ruffle your feathers. And what I love about what he has to say, it is so practical, it is so sensible, and it is really meaningful. And again, he's super smart about finances. But if you don't have your stuff together as a human being, you're going to have a real challenge in showing up as a powerful entrepreneur in your business. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Larry's audiobooks are just as feather ruffling. So, Deborah, this is the last question of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Wow. Well, after the initial shock, um, (laughs) I would... I would definitely throw some kind of a gathering, some kind of a party. I would, you know, get on the laptop. I would start Googling and looking up if there were any women's groups or associations. Obviously, I serve women, so I'm going to be looking for where they're hanging out. Are there salons? Are there, you know, women's gyms? And I would plan some kind of a gathering to bring women together to just, you know, connect, have a good time. And then I could find out what are they needing? What's going on in this new world? How can I serve? But I definitely would be sort of the the ringleader and create an event for the ladies. Deborah, we started today on fire. Let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Well, I put together a fabulous way that you all can connect with me. It is a four-part video series, literally the four steps of rocking your mojo. So you can find that at deborah-kagan.com forward slash fire. And that will get you access to the video series. And for any of you who want to chime in for the Take a Stand event, it's takeastandevent.com. We'd love to have you with us. Wow. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with DK and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And Deborah, what's that parting piece of guidance? The parting piece of guidance is Fire Nation. You literally have the light, the mojo burning in you right now. Do whatever you need to do to wipe away the fog, to lift it so you can tap into that power and then share it with the world. Head over to eofire.com, type Deborah in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation, with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, her gift, deborah-kagan.com slash fire. 
Her website is just deborah-kagan.com. Make sure to check out her book, Find Your Me Spot. And of course, her conference, Take a Stand. Details will be on the show notes page and on that site as well. And Deborah, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. Great to be with you. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com to sign up for our free 10-day course and learn how to create and present webinars that convert. That's thewebinarcourse.com. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.